Welcome to the 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, July 15th, 2022, and Jessica, what's going on? When new residents are asked why they choose our community, they usually give one of three reasons, right? So strong schools, uh-huh. safety, and our fantastic parks program. Okay. And Nick, with July being National Parks and Recreation Month, we want to honor this national celebration by highlighting some of the many great parks and green spaces in our community. Absolutely. And to start off, something listeners may not realize is that the Parks and Recreation System is a partnership between O'Fallon and Shiloh. That's right. So Shiloh has four parks, and they partner with O'Fallon to administer their programming. So if you live in Shiloh, All of the programming through Parks and Recs, which we'll cover in just a minute, that is available to Shiloh residents at the same rate that O'Fallon residents pay. And between O'Fallon and Shiloh, we have 15 parks totaling almost 500 acres. Wow. And together, they offer something literally for everyone. Um, Our parks are much more than just sports, although I know it can feel like it's very sports dominant. In a future episode, we'll cover the Family Sports Park. It is quite the regional destination for sports. And then we'll share some economic impact data um, that it has on our local businesses because it's really impressive. But today, we want to highlight some of the community parks and why you should visit those if you haven't. Cool. Our community parks have walking trails, fishing lakes, pickleball court, a skate park, dog parks, fire pits, and one of them even allows camping. Did you know that? I didn't. Rock Springs Rotary Park. You can camp there. Oh, I didn't know that. But probably the least known community park is Toman Park. It is a beautiful art park with several large sculptures nestled in a neighborhood over on Nancy Drive in O'Fallon. It has a large pavilion and playground, plus a walking trail around it. And if I were hosting a large family barbecue and we had a lot of younger, like toddler age kids, I would have it at Toman Park. Um, It's sort of an enclosed park. It's surrounded on three sides by woods. So I feel like kids can sort of free range, you know, to an extent. Like chickens. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas if I was at one of the larger parks with, you know, the huge pavilions and open spaces, I think it's a little harder to contain, you know, those toddlers. Mm -hmm. Plus, I think the art sculptures would make really nice backgrounds for family photos. Very cool. And then the other park we want to highlight today is the Community Park in downtown O'Fallon. It's across from Dairy Queen on Highway 50. There are several ball fields, walking trails, basketball courts, and of course, there's the city pool, which I think is probably the destination point at this point for that park. If you were to drive by today during the day, you would likely see over 350 kids who are out there. They're part of the city's summer day camps, and they utilize that space at the community park all day, every day. It's crazy. If you moved away right now, but you came back in two years, you wouldn't even recognize the community park because it is set to undergo some major transformations in the near future. There are development plans underway to entirely rebuild the city pool. Oh, wow. The pool is from the 1950s and the infrastructure is really outdated and it's become pretty costly to repair. Plus, we've grown in population size and the current pool... It just doesn't easily accommodate the needs of our current population. And several designs have been proposed, so stay tuned and we'll follow that project as it unfolds. Okay. And aside from the potentially new awesome pool, there are also plans for dedicated community event space. So it's like an amphitheater with a multi-purpose stage and pavilion 
with an event lawn out front. Perfect. And this feature ranked particularly high with residents when they've been polled over the years to find out what they'd like to see, you know, in the city that we don't currently have. And when you think about the community events that we currently host, things like City Fest, movie nights in the park, I think a dedicated event space makes a lot of sense for the community park. For sure, for sure. And part of that design includes paving some of the gravel path that exists now and then potentially outfitting that space to accommodate food trucks. So you've got this amphitheater and then you'll have like maybe sort of this, um, you know, semi half uh, horseshoe type thing for food trucks to roll up. So places like Sugar Fire that have mobile food trucks could just plop right down during movie night and serve, I don't know, their amazing nachos. Wink, wink. (laughs) There you go. The perimeter walking path around the park is going to be repaved and widened to 10 feet. And then it'll have more lighting and benches along the way. But in addition to widening the paths, additional paths are going to be added throughout the interior of the park, which will make the space fully ADA accessible. Which is great because that will complement the new All Abilities Playground that is scheduled to go in. The city has received several different plans from firms specializing in inclusive playgrounds. And the thought and planning that goes into these has been really fun to watch. They truly understand what it takes to make a space that is welcoming to all kids. And I think the cool thing is rather than creating separate spaces for kids with different abilities, this will be a single playground that will be built in a way that all kids of all abilities will be able to play and interact together. That'll be awesome. Yeah. And it feels like they're creating a space that will make it a lot easier for all families to have a better park experience, which yep. is, I know, the goal that they want. Absolutely. You know, and it's not just the park space that we want to highlight. We also want to mention that there are many other programs offered as well. That's true. Throughout the year, Parks and Recreation offers over 500 activities. Um, Several times a year, they release a really nice brochure. It's available on their website, and that highlights what's available in the coming months. So I think that's the best way to keep up to date on all of those things. But they offer things like Lego building competitions, martial arts, fishing derbies. They have indoor playdates for toddlers. And they also have a good number of fine arts programming. So there's a stained glass class, a painting class. They've got musicals for kids. So when I hear someone saying, there's just nothing to do around here, that doesn't make sense to me. And I just have to assume that they must not know much about Parks and Rec because they have a ton going on. Sounds like it. They've got music, yoga, fencing, performing arts, adult dance classes, date nights. Um, So sports might be how most people first interact with Parks and Rec. But if that's their only impression of what they have to offer there, they're totally missing out. Sounds like it. Well, that's some great information about a few of our parks, and we're going to mention a few more in our upcoming episodes. Yep. So, Nick, how about we play another round of Did You Know? Sure. We're in the middle of a segment on the show where we have a digital game board that Jess made, and I'm, again, still impressed at your coding skills. I've got talents. Um, It's filled with information that you may not know about O'Fallon and Shiloh, and I'm going to fire up the board and see where the marker lands, and we'll share some information about that topic. Van Gogh. So Jess, what is Van Gogh? Van Gogh is on-demand public transportation without waiting for a bus. So Van Gogh works like a smart bus. You book a trip using the app. And then you'll get picked up in just a few minutes at a corner that's maybe a short walk from the address that you entered. 
Um, in some cases, you'll be matched with other passengers heading in the same direction. So it's a ride share, um, but it's on demand, sort of like Uber, but it's public transportation. It's offered through St. Clair County, and it's only $3 per ride. Now, a few episodes back, we highlighted the rotary wheels. Yep. How is this different from that? Great question. Rotary Wheels is a similar service, and that's ideal if you are staying within the O'Fallon city or township limits. But let's say that you want to go to the mall, or maybe your car is being worked on at a dealership in another community. You can book your ride through this Vango service. Oh, okay. It operates Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 6 p.m., and it is a service offered to St. Clair County residents. Well, that's great. I like that we have different transportation options available around yeah. the area. And Jess, what's on the calendar for this week? Today is Friday, July 15th, which means there is a Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station tomorrow. Both the market and yoga with Moonbird Yoga begin at 8 a.m., Live music starts at 9 and the market runs until noon. Also tomorrow, July 16th, is the first ever evening at the Jazz Garage, which is a live jazz music event happening at Gateway Classic Cars. Performances by Jay White, who is an internationally recognized billboard artist, and Jacob Webb, who is an award-winning producer, bassist, pianist, and multi-instrumentalist. And we're going to link to ticket sales and more information um, in the show notes. And if you listened to last week's episode, you heard from Amber from Offenburg. She shared some of their grand opening events, and those start this coming week. On Tuesday, July 20th, there's a ribbon cutting at 11 a.m. Then they'll have free food from food trucks, prizes, giveaways, and a performance by the OTHS Marching Panthers drumline. They'll have an auto mall passport. And so what you do is when you get to the dealership, you get your passport. And as you make your way through the auto mall visiting each of the dealerships, you collect passport stamps. And after you get five stamps, you'll be entered to win one of some really awesome prizes. They've got a Yeti cooler, the Oculus um, virtual reality headset, a Nintendo Switch, Beats headphones. Ooh, They've got it made. That's cool. Then on Thursday, July 21st, Offenberg is hosting a free outdoor concert with Johnny Holsom and the Well Hungarian. So you'll want to bring your lawn chairs and enjoy live music, more food from food trucks, and so much more. And that starts at 7 p.m. And finally, next Saturday, July 23rd, is the VFW 805's .1K Fun Run. Nick, this might be right up our alley. <laughs> I, You know, I didn't realize that was coming up so quick. It is. It's next weekend. This is a short run that goes a long way towards helping veterans and military families. It's the length of just one city block. But good news, they do have a water break in the middle of the route. <laughs> so this is truly a run everyone can finish. Last year, I think they raised over $20,000. This is just a big help to the VFW and all the work that they do to support our military folks. So we will link to that sign up in our show notes. And Nick, that's all I got. Sounds good. Well, on that note, I've got to get going. Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.